That's the, that's the first thing people get to hear when it comes in. Exciting. That's the first word. I am bonk. excited. I'm excited this morning. I've had an early early gym session, six of a boxing to six a.m. Not this box of shit. Proper boxing. Uh, it was horrible, but I feel good now. It was horrific. It was horrific. Well, the first text I got of you was you moaning about being fucking sore and weak. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that was related. That was related. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, she is excited for a new episode of Horizon Scam, obviously. Uh, okay, so where shall we start? Should we start with the Trump thing? Let's just do that. Let's do the, the Iowa thing. It is Iowa, isn't it? Right. It, oh, it's Iowa, yeah, but right. So yeah. I saw Dave Davis mention in the predictions in, in my Discord survey, he said, oh, our predictions are are proving quite accurate so far, and he mentioned Trump. What do we? What do you predict on on the Trump front on that? What do you say? What we well, got I right? just just I think it was just more that they were going to keep trying to do things to to fuck him, uh, but he, but he would probably win. I think that's what we said. All right? Did they take him off the ballot originally? I don't know. They? No, I'm not sure. But he but he, he basically won like a landslide in in Iowa. He did really well. Um, oh, yeah, I know, I know, Iowa, yeah, yeah. Is it Iowa? Yeah. Okay, we're not Americans. We don't know. But yeah, so currently things are going well for Mr. Trump. Um, so the the major player who is now out is Vivek. Uh, Rubber, fucking hell. Sorry, dude. Don't I don't know your name off the top of my head. Just know you as Vivek. But the. Uh, the billionaire uh, dude Ramaswamy. who made his money. Ramaswamy. That's the one, Ramaswamy. Yeah, there's two, there's two Indian surnames that I know. That's one, and I know another one, but I, I don't know which one I was going to say. But anyway, he he's he was a strange candidate because you said you haven't seen much of him, but he was saying all the right things. And you know, when you say all the right things, people go, "Oh, this is a little bit too." Suspicious. You're a little bit too perfect because he's he's effectively just come out of nowhere. This guy. Um, and oh, that's yeah, right. Saying, he was planted, didn't he? Well, that's that's where people go. It's like, oh, this this is too good to be true. He's literally saying all the sort of I don't know. He's calling out a lot of stuff, which if you are trying to traditionally, you know what I mean. You don't do that if you're trying to to win in the US who say all the nice talking points. But he was, yeah, he was, you know, saying he was going to disband the deep state and, you know, just literally going, yeah, everything you want to hear, I'm saying it. Um, and he was he was on the World Economic Forum site and stuff like that. And, you know, all the things that people go, you're a bit smelly. But he's now gone. He's now gone. So he, did, he actually did a quite a shitty thing. In the, there was like an advertisement on TV, like a TV ad or something like that, or a news segment, and he wasn't on there as a choice. She so had, Trump was on there, Nikki Haley was on there, somebody else was on there, and oh, DeSantis was on there, and he wasn't on it. Mm. And it's like, why is that? That was a bit. He was he was pissed off about that at the time. But yeah, but he's now chucked all his support behind Trump. Um, Do you know what's interesting? The difference between the Republicans and the Democrats <clears throat> is that uh, 
the the Democrats, like behind Biden, they are not like that party is not aligned on who they think has got the best chance of being in power. Right? They are not aligned behind Biden. They they fucking know Biden's not a strong candidate. They have a choice. But on the opposite side, with the Republicans, like it is plain as day to that party. Trump is the man. It's plain as day. He has got so yeah. much power behind him, so much support because of that reason. It's, it, which, it, which itself, that's like a force multiplier when you go into an election. If your whole party, or the majority of it, they are behind you because they know, whether they like him or not, they know this is our best chance. Then it, it's a game changer, I think. It's a game changer. You know, and the, uh, the Democrats are in disarray because of that. But I don't, this is, this is the thing. Like, there's a lot of people in the Republican Party who don't want Trump. Like they don't like. Yes, we're going to win. They want their 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 person, and that person isn't Trump because they can't control him. You got to remember, there's like if, like just like there is here. You've got this <laughs> fucking gopping center ground that is effectively the same thing, and you've got some people on the edge and some people on the edge, and the people on the edge thing is where Trump sits. The majority of people in the middle of the Republican Party, as in like I'm talking about the party, not the people. The party. Do not want Trump. They yeah, want Nikki well, Haley. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they don't realise that he is the strongest candidate and the most likely to get in. You could those two well, things absolutely. coexist in someone's mind, you know. But that, this is what I'm going to get into. What they're trying to do, accepting that Trump is going to win, and that you know he's the, the best option, like you say, they're going to try and get Nikki Haley to be his vice president. Because if she's vice president, which is she's the fucking yes man that they want, she's a bit warmongery, she's a bit of a cunt, she's not not a good dude. Um, they figure, okay, fine, Trump's going to win, we can get in, get Nikki Haley on his ticket, and then after that we can look at like fucking getting rid of Trump somehow, and then she gets she gets the presidency by default. That's the new play. So. But and Trump, obviously, Trump needs to realise that because Trump hasn't sounded like he he has spoke about having her as his as his VP. So he needs to wake up and realise what's going on there. <clears throat> um, the best VP for him would be Vivek, the one, the guy that's just gone. That would be a fucking ninja ticket. But. Uh, but yeah, that's basically what's happened. There's still shitty things happening with Trump, but it, it does look like I I think there's um, oh yeah, because Nikki Haley did really well relative to DeSantis in that um, Iowa thing, and they Once. reckon yeah, they reckon a fuck ton of um, people outside who are you know actually Democrats voted for her. Well, I'm looking at the results now, right? Do Donald Trump, 20 delegates um, so far in the primaries. DeSantis is on nine. Nikki Haley's on eight. Vivek only had three, but he dropped out two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So they, I think the, the Democrats realise that Nikki Haley is the best option for them as well. If, if they're going to lose, then Nikki Haley is the best option for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need yeah. one thousand two hundred and fifteen delegates needed to win the nomination. Trump has doubled what the other two have got so far. More than yeah, although 
it's the first state, isn't it? So. Yeah. Uh, it's it. It's like we've said. We said. I think in the uh, the what you call it, the uh, predictions we did that Dave's talking about, like unless somehow he's not on the ballot or they kill him, <laughs> he's going to win. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Primary, the primaries end. So I just want to quickly look. Primaries yeah, yeah. just got. Hang on a minute. It can't be the primaries because according to this, hasn't started yet. Maybe it's not the primaries. Idaho, Idaho. Iowa, Iowa June the 4th. No. It's not the primaries then. No. Well, either way. <laughs> There's a lot. I mean, January now. Oh, state November's... presidential primaries. Like, sorry, mate. Sorry to interrupt. Like, there you go. these are the. So people don't know because I don't know this either. Right, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read this blurb off about the U.S. presidential election calendar. That's all right. Okay. Right. Yeah. The 2024 presidential election will take place on November 5th. This will be preceded preceded by. That's an interesting date, isn't it? If it was in the UK. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this will be preceded by nominating contests in each state and territory. Those begin in January and wrap it up in June. The Republican and Democratic conventions will take place in July and August, respectively. New Hampshire has had the first primary in the nation since 1920. Iowa has gone even earlier with its caucuses, caucuses since 1972. Caucuses. Caucuses. Uh, what won't change in 2024 is the importance of Super Tuesday, scheduled for March the 5th. When over a dozen states, including California and Texas, will hold their primaries. This is where they, this is where people vote for their party nomination for president. Right mm -hmm. by the end of March, events covering well over fifty percent of each party delegates will have taken place. Okay, some contests. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. All right, so we've had Iowa. Right, that was the first one. Next one is New Hampshire. What's the difference between a caucus and a primary? No idea. Right. You've got caucus and a primary. I hope you don't <laughs> mind me doing this. I hope you don't mind me doing this. No, go for it. I, I'm sure the audience love it. Uh, <laughs> you mean sarcastic? <laughs> what is the difference? Hang on a minute. Just bear with me. Right. We're not Americans, are we? We don't know. Between a caucus, caucus and a primary and a primary. Have a look. And I'm done on this. Okay. Uh, oh, stop. Uh, okay. Waiting music on. What is the difference? Okay. The election the election process begins with primary elections and caucuses. The, these are the two methods that states use to select the potential presidential nominee. Primary elections and caucuses differ in how they are organized and who participates, and rates of petition participation vary wildly. Right, here we go. Primaries. Primaries are run by state and local governments. Voting happens through secret ballot. Some states hold closed primaries in which only declared party members can participate. In an open primary, all voters can participate, regardless of the party affiliation or lack of affiliation. All right, caucuses. Caucuses are private meetings run by political parties. Sounds legit. They are held yeah. at the county, district, or precinct level. In most, participants divide themselves into groups according to the candidate's support. At the end, the number of voters in each group de determines how many delegates 
delegates each candidate has won. Right. So um, uh, Iowa was a primary, wasn't it? Was it not? I think so. I believe so. Let's take a look and we can get off this topic. Well, it would have to, wouldn't it? Because oh no, 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 no. Iowa say... was a, no, 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 no. Iowa was a caucus. Iowa, it was a caucus, a oh, private okay. closed meeting, private closed meeting, not the public. It is interesting, isn't it? Private. See, mm. look at that. What we've just learned, guys, and it's changed our view on what happened in Iowa. The people can thank me later. Oh. Well, I've got. Oh yeah, I've got. I've got something more interesting. That I've just remembered that we can talk about in the UK, in the US. Oh, go on. Obviously that. <laughs> Well, the, the border. Right. I say that message at night. Okay, so what's currently happening is Texas have got completely licked out with the, the border being open because they're also getting shut on massively with their immigration. It's effective, the border's effectively open. So what Texas have done is sent people to close the border themselves. So the federal government are not doing it. It's the federal government's job to do it as far as I'm aware. They haven't done that. They're effectively keeping it open and allowing people to just come in. So Florida have gone, fuck this. We're going to close it ourselves. They are now being sued by the federal government for closing the border. And it, it, there's, like, there's lots of um, deadlines being given by the federal government uh, to say you need to you know, give us access to the border so we can do what we want with it by such and such a date. The White House is going to war over the border. This is like very, this is in the last few hours. Demanding Texas immediately stop blocking federal agents access along a portion of it and slamming government, uh, Governor Greg Abbott for extreme politics that demonizes and dehumanizes people. The aggressive posture comes as President Joe Biden invited the top four congressional leaders and other lawmakers to the White House on Wednesday to talk about funding for Ukraine which Republicans have paired with security on the border. <laughs> that makes fucking sense, doesn't it? Uh, on late Friday, a woman and two children well, drowned after Texas National Guard soldiers barred federal agents from the section of the border on the Rio Grande River. Yeah. Okay. So, obviously, Te who were dying? Go sad. No, they're gone. Texas's failure to provide access... Texas's failure to provide access to the border persists even in instances of imminent danger to life and safety. Reads a letter from the DHS General Counsel Jonathan Mayer. Now, people will be thinking, we're on America again. What the fuck is the relevance to the UK? But it's the immigration yeah. policy, right? Yeah. Which is the we're same as us, effectively. Things, yeah. We're experiencing similar yeah. things, yeah. A strangely porous border <laughs> that doesn't need to be porous. The border can be controlled. Um, Our border can be controlled. It is not. Yeah, same thing. And obviously, we're seeing it everywhere um, in the West. Weirdly, for some reason, you tell me. Um, so yeah, it's it's actually really it's turbo interesting because this is this is the the federal government of the United States saying you need to open the fucking border. You need to give us access to the border. You need to stop our guys being turned away from it and controlling it yourselves. We need access to it so we can control it. Um, and it's actually it's really good. Because it's going to force people to see. What happens when they do? Because eventually, I'm sure they will get access to the border. And what they will do is open it again. And that's it's the, the biggest sort of 
spotlight on the issue. It's like, no, no, if somebody tried to secure the border, this is an issue in UK, in uh, UK and US, but in US politics at the moment, most people want the border secure at least. Forget access to um, whether you're a fucking refugee and whatever, whatever you want to say. The point is, it should be selective. It shouldn't be open. But the federal government are going to take back control of the border so they can just keep it open. And that's brilliant. It shows people exactly what's going on. And that, you know, Greg Abbott has been very clever there because he's forced them to do something. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a chess playing going on there. But it's mad, isn't it? It's fucking mental. And actually, that, that's that's why you're getting the, the story about the, you know, people drowning and all that. Because I will, at the end of the day, sorry, sad face guys here, but those people chose to do that. They, they chose to make that gamble and that choice. Um, yeah. This one how is. many how many migrants do you think are crossing that border each day? Oh, it'd be thousands. How many thousands? I, would, I, I, I I'm gonna go, I'll go I'll go ten. Ten thousand. Yeah. December on a daily basis, ten thousand migrants a day, immigrants a day. Crackers. Ten thousand. Crackers. And okay. And it's just That's three just and a half in. million over three and a yeah. half million a year. If that was to yeah. stay that like that for every day throughout the year, three yeah. and a half million a year into the states who have yeah. their own fucking problems. Do you know in the you know in the states? Sorry, I know you want to say something. No, you, no. Know in the, you know in the states? Do you know what their cost per person on healthcare is? From like no. as in you know what what it costs yeah. the government to provide healthcare there per person? Yeah, it's something yeah. in the region of eight thousand dollars per person, right? They don't have healthcare. They don't have it. They don't have public healthcare. They have like minimal, if anything, which is why you've got people have to have insurance and shit. It's mental. Do you know what it is in the UK? Very nice. We've got what? a national health service. We can get fucking everything for free. Five grand a person. We're like, we're yeah. one of the cheapest in the world with one of the best healthcare systems. Although people go, oh, the NHS is shit. Not when, you, not when it's relative to other countries. The US is like $8,000 per person. They don't have healthcare. Like virtually non-existent. Well, they've given it to them in California, haven't they? And they're bringing three and a half million people into the country. Yeah. Yeah. California have, have said that healthcare will be covered now. In California, three and a half anyway. million additional. Three and a half million additional. That's probably yeah. gonna. That's gonna be what. I can't imagine what the normal rate of like immigration into the USA would be in a year. Let's say it's half a million. You know, like legal. Let's say it's half a million additional coming in, and then you've got people leaving. So it's, you know, but that's, you know, maybe it's next to three million years again. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, crazy. But it's, they, they, the point is that these people are just walking in. They don't know who these people are. That's the the, the kind of important thing. Yeah. You, yeah. Are not, you are not selecting and yeah. going, yes, you're a good person to come in. Yeah. That's cool. If you want to do that, and that those people in, check and make sure they're a good fit, all that stuff, make sure they don't have good records, make sure they're not fucking turds. That's Meanwhile, a good thing. But if you... Go on. But if you actually look, just like just just watch some of the footage. So everyone thinks that like, oh, these people are from like Mexico or people from uh, other South American places that are shit and they just want to, to leave. And some of them are. But just take a look at it at the moment. There's lots of Africans there. Yeah. There's lots of Arabs there. There's lots of Chinese there. Should they just be walking in, considering the sort of geopolitics? Is that a good idea? 
Do you know what I mean? It's fucking madness. Meanwhile, meanwhile, they've got this porous border. Oh, well, not at the moment, because yeah. Greg Abbott's like nailing it. So they've got yeah. this porous border. Meanwhile, what do you think the defence and intelligence budget for the USA is on, uh, per annum? Yeah. What do you think it is? The figures? Billions? Uh, it's, it's, it's like 500 billion, something like that. And the it? rest. It's, and the rest. It's nearly yeah. 900 billion. It's nearly a trillion yeah. dollars a year, and they can't, they can't control their border. A trillion dollars, guys. Nine hundred billion. It's crazy. They're not. They're not. Not they can't. They're not controlling the border. Well, yeah, they, they won't. It's just fucking madness. A trillion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crackers. Every time and we the... always say, yeah, like we always say, the fucking the governments can do anything they want. State power can do anything it chooses to. If it isn't doing it, if it's not doing it, it's because it doesn't want to. It can do anything it wants. You saw it during COVID. They can just they can do whatever they fucking like, or at least try to do whatever they like. If they're not doing it, it's because they don't want to. There was a thing the other day. Where the fuck's it gone? I'm never going to be able to find it. Um, it was about systems and the intention of systems. Oh, I'm going to have to look at my own fucking profile there. More fucking waiting. Um, talk while I'm looking at this, or are you looking at something? Uh, I'm just checking that I'm writing those figures. Okay. Because I might be getting mixed up with the, the national debt. Okay, so there's something that was knocking around the other day on uh, on Twitter. It's, it's obviously been around for ages. I think it's a, um, like maybe a, uh, a dev thing, like a computer dev thing or an engineer thing. But it's, it's called it's a it's an acronym. It's like POSIWID, and it's the purpose of a system is what it does. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don Cummins retweeted true. it. Don Cummins retweeted it. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. fucking hell! Check fucking hell. Yes, me and Dom are the same fucking wavelength for like it. <laughs> Good old Dom. Um, but yeah, the purpose of a system is what it does. Not what it, not what people say it does. It's like it's what it does. The, it's the outcome is the intention of the system. And you you can apply that to your fucking world at the moment. Just look it's, around with all fucking politicians going, we can't do this. If we'd love to do this, but we want to do this, we can't change this. It's like, no, no. This is the outcome. The system is working as intended. Is the purpose of the horizon scan system to make people miserable? Yes. Yeah. I've no nobody else has uh, has complained about us being fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, there you go. Madness. Madness in the US. Um, 2024, after a good start. How is Europe going? How is Europe going? Europe um, is generally, for what? It's Davos this week, isn't it? So that's interesting. Oh, is it? Uh, Yeah, it's Davos this week. I think it started yesterday. So every, every bell end in the book has turned up to Davos to fucking fuck prostitutes and have a mega time and try and square themselves away for the next year um but yeah it does seem like there's a, a mild uh flap on though um but, but i don't want to go into the fucking davos thing because it's too much anyway because it's it's like textbook to talk about the world economic forum if you are even vaguely aware of the world you know that this is a fucking bunch of fucking bellends. Um, but yeah, the the theme is regaining trust because they know that 
people are a bit fucking licked and are more aware than they have ever been. So, yeah. But that, that's literally just due to the, the passion of information, which is good. Because if you tell people, if you give people the information, they will go, oh, I don't like the sound of that. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. That's this week. I'm sure there'll be more that comes out of that. The rest of Europe, Germany is in various places, I think, at a standstill because the farmers have lost their shit and just blockaded everything. I think Munich certainly was blockaded yesterday. I'm sure there was other places as well. But yeah. What are you reading? I can see you reading face. I'm reading about it. I'm reading about it. Okay. So they've... All right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the protests are huge. Like, yeah. um, I was looking at uh, Berlin yesterday. I was in Berlin late last year. It was nice. The first, first, yeah. I think first I've been. And I was looking at the... You know, when you've actually been to a place, and you think, yeah, that place is massive. And then you see it covered in tractors and people. And you go, yeah. oh, my God. And it's like the centre, man. It's the centre. The Brandenburg Gate. Like, thousands of people, thousands of tractors. The first yep. thing that's bringing to my mind, though, and it's all those tractors, is who's doing the refueling? Those things aren't good on mileage. Like, I'm not good enough <laughs> fuel. It's not all. But there are thousands of them everywhere. Um, so what exactly are they protesting? It's costs. It's all to do with costs, right? So so look. Why are German farmers... Because it's probably similar issues to what we face over here. It's just not yeah. as impactful. I would imagine it's, it's basically just being priced out of doing their job, yeah. like, deliberately. Yeah. Why Europe's farmers are protesting? The far right is taking note. Oh, far right taking notes. Fucking fuck off. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. That's what it said. Like, that was in the yeah. Guardian. Uh, <laughs> paywall. Uh, Fucking Jeremy Corbyn is far right to the Guardian. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, German. Right, okay. So subsidies protest. Right. Okay. German farmers blocks it. Oh, it's not a paywall. German farmers block city centres, highways, and motorways, slipper, blah, 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 over planned cuts to agricultural sexist subsidies that the government said could be opted, or could be co opted by right wing extremists. What? What? What the fuck? We are exercising our basic right to inform society and the political class that Germany needs a competitive agricultural sector. President of the German Farmers Association said. Okay. Right, that's your blood. Uh, um, the vice chancellor. I'm trying to find the detail here. I apologise. Yeah, that's okay. I'll just chat shit. Go back one. Go back one. Go back yeah. one. Because it was a better article than you thought it was paywall. Okay. Stop. Well, you go and find it while I chat shit. I've got it. I've got oh, it. Oh yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. Um, the columns of tractors have blocked uh, roads in Germany, causing chaos. And da, 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 da. In recent years, farmers <laughs> in recent years, farmers in Western Europe fought with increasing ferocity against policies to protect the planet that they say cost too much. In the Netherlands, where the backlash has been strongest, the court ruling on nitrogen emissions in 2019 triggered furious and furious and recurring protests over government efforts to close farms and cut the number of animals and cut the number of animals on them. In Belgium, similar happened. In Brussels in March last year, and in Ireland, it's been smaller. Yep. Now the fight has come to you as Europe's biggest economy. 
After furious farmers dumped manure on the streets of Berlin in December, the German government watered down a plan to cut subsidies for diesel in farmyard vehicles. But lobby groups are pushing them to scrap the plan entirely. President of the Farmers Association said last Monday that 100,000 tractors are hit the streets. Okay. Uh, for some farmers, the burden of paying for more of their pollution, the burden of paying for more of their pollution is a step too far after an energy Jesus crisis Christ. and pandemic. Can you, I hope people are listening to the fucking wording of this. Are people listening to the wording of this? For some, I'll say it again. For, for some farmers, the burden of paying for more of their pollution is a step too far after an energy crisis and pandemic that has left many struggling to make ends meet. Some say they feel overburdened by rules and undervalued by city dwellers who eat the food they grow without knowing where it came from. Um, scientists, meanwhile, have pointed to the damage that will be done to farms as planet heating pollution turns the climate less hospitable to humans. Fuck off. More than 8% of habitats in Europe are in poor shape, according to the European Commission, and yields for some crops have already been hit by poor soils, a lack of water, and extreme weather events that are growing increasingly violent. Now, it doesn't say the reason for the fucking poor soils there. Yeah. Because the reason for the poor soils is batshit crazy farming of shit that we don't need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grains. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I suppose I'm aware this has not really been on mainstream news properly. No, I don't fucking watch the news. I don't think you watch news either. If you are someone listening to this who does watch the news, Tell us if that's the first you've heard about it, because <laughs> that'll be interesting. Because yeah. when I see the stuff on Twitter about it, um, the general theme is that this isn't on the news in any, you know. And I, I would imagine, to be honest, if it is on the news, it's going to be worded in very, very, worded very similarly to how the Guardians decided to fucking word it all there. Um, so, listen to the BBC. Listen to the BBC's headline. You're gonna oh, love this. You're gonna love it. <laughs> Go on. Germany's far right seek revolution in farming. <laughs> <laughs> Germany's far right seek revolution in farmers' protests by Jessica Parker in Berlin and Adam Robinson. Adam Robinson of BBC Verify. Right? Jesus far Christ. right groups have discussed toppling the German government as they seek to harness the anger of ongoing farmer protests over subsidy cuts. Yeah. Right, so let's let's just let's talk about this for a second. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm preaching to the converted quite a bit if you're listening to this podcast and I've got through more than one episode and listen to it regularly you probably are <laughs> we probably are preaching to the converted here but just accept now stop being scared of the far right thing because far right now means anything if you want to do anything that is against like what the government wants you to do. If you don't do exactly what the government tell you, if they go, if you think that it's a good idea for the, the government to have a little bit less power and not more power, you are now far right. Like wanting farmers to be able to give you food and not for the state to be in control of giving you food, you are far right now. So just accept it. Accept that in these fucking idiot eyes, you are far right. You know it's bullshit. It's just like when you some people might call you a fucking racist or a homophobe or anything like that, and you know you're not. Those labels don't mean anything anymore because they've overused. They've lost all the fucking meaning, which is actually dangerous because you know you do need to be able to label people who are complete fucking turds. But yeah, just 
except that you are probably seen as far right now. Anything just, can be spelled that way. Anything, isn't it? It's like if you come. think if you think that um, if you think that like in America, well, they shouldn't be able to stop someone being nominated for president if they want to. Well, you're far right because that they say, well, that means you like Trump. If in yeah. the UK you say that you value free speech, anybody should be able to say what they want, um, and you know, and there may be repercussions for that. They should be allowed to say what they want. Then you are far right because that means that people like Tommy Robinson can say what he wants. And yeah, Tommy yeah. Robinson's a bellend. He's a total bellend, but he shouldn't be not allowed to say what he wants. Yeah. You know, just like you or I shouldn't. And we talk about it too, right? But just like someone who's not a total bellend. Like, this is like exactly your point, mate. It's fucking crazy. It's and, they, and they're trying to, now they're trying, this this article of the BBC is now trying to, is not trying to, it is like a bunch of articles. The other one I wrote for The Guardian headline trying to link German pro, farmer protests against government policies to the term far right. Fucking yep. mental. So you just have to accept it and go, yeah, fucking whatever, dickhead. Call me whatever you like. Like this is what I think. You've got to just get used to it. Just suck it up. Doesn't mean the same happens like, on the other side, Mike. The same happens on the, on the other. Yeah, way. of course it does. Yeah, you know. Oh, um, I support um, people's people's right to live as as anything they want, man, woman. They can say whatever gender they want to be. Oh, well, you're woke. No, I just think that. But there's other things I don't think. You know, <laughs> like fucking, fucking men. Yeah, but it's like, but it's it's the it's the overall theme of othering and putting you in a box and equating you know, one idea out of 100 that you may hold. You hold that one idea, you now go into a certain box. Um, and it's, you have to see through it. You, you have to stop playing that game. You know, Just ignore the fucking games that have been played around you and understand what you think and be fine with what you think. You know, it's, it's going to be massive. It's, the, the far right thing is going to be huge. Yeah, you'll see it everywhere. You'll see it fucking everywhere. Well, they're putting enough of that of people in that box that is most of the population. That's oh, yeah, not 100%. good. That's not good for government. No. No. But it's the only way that I mean, what's hilarious is you'll get people on the, the left at the moment saying that this is the most far right conservative government we've ever had. And it's like some fucking fascist state. It's like, are you fucking mental? Have you been outside of your house? It's like the current current conservative government it's not a conservative fucking government no. in any fucking shape or form. Back to it's the like a policy, fucking, for example. Well, it's just everything. Just the, all of it. All of it. They, it. It's basically like a fucking, I don't know, like a wet Lib Dem party. It's pathetic. Like if you, but but what will happen is this. It, because if you look at like the Conservative Party, for example, and you say, okay, so they are meant to be sensible conservatives right so not mental just conservative if they turn into something that is not that but you continue to call them like a far <laughs> say that they are far right what you will actually get is a real far right party <laughs> yeah. you will get a real far right party and then you'll fucking learn and you'll fucking reap it <laughs> because a real far right party will turn up in reaction to that and go okay we'll show you what fucking far right is you know, that's what's going to happen. You're going to have to, well, you know, that's what's going to happen. The Labour, like we said, Labour are probably going to win, even <laughs> somehow, because no one's going to turn up to vote. 
Labour Labour probably even, wins. They're not even putting any effort into it. They don't That's need to. Because they don't need to. Don't need to, do they? Um, yeah. Keir Starmer might go in the blender over this fucking uh, post office thing. I think maybe. That's damaging that? him, isn't Why is it? Why? Why is that? Because he was um, <laughs> part of the prosecutions to do with it. Oh, surprise, surprise. I think he, right, was he, he was like, he worked for the CPS at the time, didn't he, I think. I don't know it fully. I don't fucking follow it that much. Yeah, but what was my understanding is, he is, not, he is not unlinked to yeah, it. Like, he does not have clean hands with it. Oh, he's just guilty by association. Okay. Yeah. Keir Starmer. Keir Starmer denies he knew the CPS was prosecuting post office operators. Labour yeah. leader... <laughs> the Labour leader was director of public prosecutions when three cases brought by the CPS resulted in convictions. So he denies that he knew the CPS was prosecuting the post office operators. I don't know. Yeah. Of course, well, if, if, if he didn't, he's incompetent, isn't he? I mean, that, you know, the, the law guy that I follow who has so far been bang on with everything, um, he's like, dude, fucking knew. There's no way, no way he didn't know. Um, so yeah, there might not be any massive fucking turbo blame with that, but he is he is uh, not squeaky clean with it, and it's making him rather uncomfortable. Um, but then there's lots of people who have shit in the past. Look at fucking Sadiq Khan; that's a good one. Um, now I I you, this might might be a googly one. I am I go eighty five percent. I'm eighty five percent sure that Sadiq Khan was part of the legal team for some people to do with 9-11 I'm fairly sure that's the case but but the thing is I don't care if he was or he wasn't because he's a he's a turbo turd he's the the turboist turd Uh, oh we got got a fact checker website it's called fullfact.org I'm not going to look Sadiq can't so the the allegation, what was claimed? Sadiq Khan was a consultant lawyer for the captured 9-11 al-Qaeda terrorist, Zacharias Musai. Musawi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our verdict, Sadiq Khan did consult for the defence, although Mr Khan never represented the man in court and has never met him. A Facebook post with over 600 shares has claimed that the Mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, was a consultant lawyer for the captured 9-11 terrorist, Zacharias Musai. He's a French national who was arrested in August 2001 after arousing suspicion while studying at a flight school. Later, he was the only person to be convicted in the US in connection with 9-11. Sadiq Khan was a a solicitor specialising in human rights. The Guardian reported in 2016 that that Mr. Khan had said he'd never represented Zacharias, but that his firm had consulted in Musai's defence. And Khan himself was consultant to the defence, but didn't represent him. Okay, okay. Uh, that's a fucking very subtle difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. there's only going to be one solicitor or one lawyer that represents is the is the representative for Khan, but there'll be a whole team behind them. So Sadiq was 100 percent supporting the defence on that part. He was part, yeah. part of the team basically. Now, yeah, what does that mean to us now? Well, what was it, Zachary? What does it mean? What does that yeah, mean? not an awful lot. Not Maybe Khan was just happened to be working for the firm that got contracted, and he's like, oh, you're going to represent this guy. 
Okay, that's what I do. I'm a lawyer, and I'm bringing onto this team. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. associated with 9-11. Oh, double cool. Yeah. Hey, oh, way, Mr. Khan, if you say no, you get fucking sacked. You know, it's like the military, isn't it? Oh, hey, yeah, we're going, God, guys, we're going to Afghanistan. Okay, cool. I'm going because you told me I have to go. Oh, in fact, well, no, lawyers, lawyers who listen to this who probably fucking pull their hair out constantly. We probably don't even have any lawyers. Lawyers are reasonably sensible. Aren't they? We probably don't have, have anybody who's a oh, lawyer. No, you'd be surprised, mate. I've got, there are, I've got two, there's two lawyers who listen to HR. Yeah, but that's HR. At that's least two. Mad, at least not two. this bullshit. No, but I'm saying but at <laughs> least at least two. And there's a crossover yeah. of people who listen to this. So you never okay. know. Well, I, okay, well, what I want to know from that is, do you actually have to? I know if you take on the client, you have to represent them to the best of your ability and all that shit. Do you have to take the client on? Can you go, no, I ain't touching that? That's what I want to know. That's down, that's down to the company you're working for. But that's what I'm saying. But do you, maybe, you don't know that for certain. I want, I want, I'm I do that know question. that for certain. I do know that for do certain. You? Like I say, no, I'm not having that. Yeah. Fucking right. If you're in a business, mate, and they say, we've got a, you have to take this guy and you say no then and so you can say no but there may be repercussions professionally but not legally yeah that's what i'm saying right is it yeah okay so we want you to do this task we want you to do this task uh you haven't got a choice no i'm not doing it we wouldn't be like that that's what i'm saying so if if let's imagine sadiq's there and they go, this dude was actually, uh, he's part of 9-11, we think. He could, could he have gone, right, I'm not touching that, and I will accept the, whatever repercussions there are of that. Could he have done that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you're not going to get an answer from a summer listening to this. Why? Because that'll be, it'll, that, the answer to that question all depends on the situation comes at the time, the type of company he's working for, the type of relationship he had, capabilities and the power he had in the business. No, 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 no it doesn't. Yes, it they, does. Does, 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 could he have said that? Is that an option as a human being to go, yes, I, 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 or no, I don't want to, to touch that? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm asking. Okay. What? I don't, I don't understand what the fucking issue is here. Well, because the answer is, yeah, you could say no. Yeah, I don't, and that's what I'm asking. I want if somebody who's in that profession to go, well, yeah, he could say no. He's absolutely within his rights to say no. It might depend on the company. The company might go, okay, we understand that, whatever, we'll get someone else to do it. Or the company might go, yeah, I don't, I'm not a lawyer. You're not a fucking lawyer. I don't work for a law firm. You don't work for a fucking law firm. That's, that's what I'm saying. I want somebody who is in that world to say, yeah, okay, well, he could have said yes, he could have said no. These are the repercussions to people who do that. That's I what I want to know. I get it. You don't trust me. What? I'm not saying you're not right, but you're not I'm joking. fucking... I'm joking. You need to calm down. I'm not saying... Don't do it. I just, we keep having these weird things, these weird pedantic fucking things. What where... do you mean? Well, I know the fucking answer here. I know the answer. Yeah, but I, I know what I think the answer is, just like okay. you know what you think the answer is. No, I know the answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What are we going to talk about next? <laughs> I don't know, what was it? Well, lost my fucking train of thought now. We went from Germany uh, to Sadiq Khan. Yeah, Jay, how did we do that? Our Law. character. But, uh, skeletons in the closet, Keir Starmer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, did you want to come on to, I think you said, farmers in Germany to farmers in the UK? 
Uh, yeah, only I sort of at a high. I mean, at a high level, like we're facing the same issues over here. So, like, yeah. farm, like the farming industry being squeezed real fucking hard in Europe, and it's being squeezed really hard over here. And um, and the problem with that is, if you squeeze farming over here, where do we get our meat and our fucking dairy from? Yeah, you know. So when, where do we get that from? We're gonna to have to import it because there's still demand for it. Like huge, because we eat fucking meat and we drink fucking milk, right? Um, so we're going to import it from somewhere, which means the cost is going to go up. And and you've got this link between this this fucking link between water availability, soil issues, and climate change to do with farmers and the the farming industry, which you just, in my mind is such a minimal impact there. But there's also also the agriculture industry also produces good things. Right, so if, as you know, guys, like if farming is done properly and and they're not forced to do it on mass at scale, battery fucking farming, um, for you know like compressed situations for livestock, and the ability to uh, uh, grow crops in a more sustainable way, which is good for the soil, then that's good. It's actually good for the environment. You know, yeah. um, like. It's one of the reasons that the earth is greener now than it ever has been. <laughs> Although you won't hear that from any climate change fucking fanatics. Yeah. Uh, you know, climate catastrophe fanatics, I should say. Climate change happens, I agree with that. But climate yep. catastrophe fanatics are greener now than we ever have been. We've got more fucking greener on the planet than we ever have been. And that's partly due to agriculture, partly due to it. But also, the shit soil is also partly due to <clears throat> the industrialization of the agriculture and being a shit a total shit diet being pushed and forced on us by and painted out to be good by governments, by governments mainly, and by shit science because of governments, which which results in um, not great ways of farming crops, causing real bad soil. America's got like massive issues, uh, oh. but the point is, sorry, the point the, the link between Germany is this is like yeah, we've got the same issue here, like. Yeah. We're talking about farmers' protests. People need to be aware that farmers here are not happy, are not happy yeah. at all. Like you and I uh, guys both know Jeremy Gibbs forces farming, and I'm sure a lot of people that listen or watch this are aware of him through our stuff. That he's a great little insight into the industry for us because he, he sort of did things on the corporate sales salesy side of stuff, selling machinery and things to farmers and estates. And he is actually also a farmer. He's like on the ground now as a farmer. And, um, and they're in a, a, a real, a real bad place. And also a part of that is because of things like that everyone is affected by with this, like the 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 advance of major supermarkets, big stores and big chains taking over towns and cities and freezing out the small corner shops and small butchers and small grocery places. And then having this price war where they drive their fucking prices right down to the point where farmers it costs farmers more at the moment in the uk to my knowledge costs farmers more at the moment to produce the eggs that they sell to supermarkets and they get back they're at a net loss they sell a net let's say, let's say they sell 12 eggs they can sell 12 eggs to sainsbury's i'm really simplifying this 12 eggs to sainsbury's for i don't know 10 p and egg pound they're making this shit up by the way a pound 20 at sainsbury's sainsbury's are only giving them a pound because Sainsbury's yep. selling Zogs on at AEP. <laughs> it's, yep. it's, it's a crazy situation, and partly because of the way they're subsidised by the government, which they, which they wouldn't need to be if um, 
the big soup stores, big supermarkets, big chains were working with the farming industry as opposed to against them. So, you know, oh, you know, I, 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 and you've been doing it for years, but I, I try now and do it, get, source everything locally and direct, direct from the source of the country. You know, Saturday morning, I'm going up to a farm which is fucking 25 miles away to go and get milk from there. One, because yeah. I want the raw milk, and two, I want to support local. They got, they got meat there. And I'm yeah. cutting out the middleman, cutting out the bullshit sainsbury's, which is shitter meat, because I can guarantee getting decent meat, decent milk, and uh, support the support the economy of farmers. So farmers here aren't happy, folks. And what you see in Germany is potentially what could happen here, although I don't think we could do it at that scale. Um, and I think now probably what's happening in Germany gives uh, gives our government a good insight in what they can see coming down the line and how to prevent shit like that and be more subtle in the way they clamp down on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, like, just talking about the sort of what you're talking about going direct and stuff there. Like, I know it's, it, it seems like it's really fucking difficult. It depends what you eat. It really depends what you eat. If you're your typical family who go to the shop and you buy all sorts of stuff that is, you know, um, not even necessarily mega processed or anything like that. If you, but if you just are walking around taking stuff off shelves and things and putting it in, in your, your trolley like most people do. Um, I suppose it's harder maybe if you've got kids and stuff as well. But like but the point I want to make is it is not as difficult as you think to support people and go direct people. It's not as difficult as you think. Lots of them now have websites. So you don't have to do what obviously Hugh specifically wants raw milk. Um the place that he's and then that he goes to, he has to go and drive to like twenty five minutes or whatever. You don't necessarily have to do that. You can order it off online. You might not want raw milk. But the point I'm making is you can, lots of farmers and farm shops and things like that are much more convenient than you think they are. You may pay slightly more. And I mean slightly. And I'm sure, depending on what your circumstances are, that's not possible or it's more difficult. Um, you might pay 50p more, a quid more for stuff. Um, but yeah, it's really you don't have to. Kind of, you don't have to commit one hundred percent. You don't have to commit one hundred percent either. It's yeah. like this. It's like it's like the mistake people make with diets, right? Like my, my, I am at the minute aspiring to have a particular kind of diet, but I'm Same not there. saying one hundred percent all the time because I know yeah. I've got kids. I got kids, folks, as well. So you know, and I may not be able to eat the diet I want to eat all the time because it may not always be convenient, right? In the same way that I, I'm not always, it's not practical for me to go driving 25 miles when I run out of milk to fucking restock with raw milk. Now, I try and double up, I can freeze the shit, right? In the same way, it's not always practical for me to only be able to have grass-fed beef or meat, whatever it is, in my fridge, which I've got from the source. Not always practical. But what I aspire to do is do that as much as I can. There's meat in my fridge right now, which I've got from the supermarket. I know, yep. and I like Morrison's. I know Morrison's is generally better, better with their livestock or the farms they get it from than other supermarkets. I like to go there. So when I've got meat in there it, from a supermarket, I also, you know, I go to the shop on Saturday, which I go every two weeks now. They've got meat there, and I will just maybe, maybe I'll get one steak, or maybe I'll get a bunch if there's an offer on, and I'll have it there. And it's like a, I try and do it as much as I can. Yeah. And hopefully one day that is 100% of the time. But yeah. at the minute, it's just as much as I can. And even that there, even if you go once a month to your local dairy, local meat, fucking local, local meat farm, think of it like a treat. A grass-fed bit of beef, be it a burger or a steak, from a farm that you've got, oh, my God, it hits differently. 
it is a night and day difference to what you could get from the supermarkets. And you have to try it to believe it, right? Same with raw this, milk. It's the same with raw milk, mate. That stuff no. is like rocket fuel. Oh, yeah. my God. And it keeps for longer. It keeps for longer. And where I get it from, as well, one of the reasons I go, it's really close to supermarket prices. I can get a litre of raw milk, right, literally. And is that raw milk has been extracted from the animal maybe within 48 hours before of, of, me, of me getting it from the dispensary. That raw milk for a litre is £2. I know, £1.75. £1.75 for a litre is nothing. And it's three quid for two litres. Nothing for raw milk. Yeah. Look, really lucky. I'm quite happy to drive that far. You know, and go and get it. Yeah. It's a drive. It's a drive out as well. And if I had, if I had the kids, my kids were younger, they would come with me, see the animals, go to the farm shop, and drive out on a Saturday morning, get into the countryside. You know, yeah. there's also a, there's also a farm place like I live in Chelmsford, and there's a farm place just outside the city centre, probably five minutes outside the city centre, a little you know, a little rural part of it, where they've got livestock and they've got fucking quality meat, quality meat, and that is slightly more expensive than what you get in the get in the supermarket but if you can't afford to be buying that stuff all the time treat yourself once a week maybe once a month in the knowledge that you support in the local economy as well and you give yeah. yourself super healthy meat super healthy milk or whatever it is well i i'm i'm kind of i've been fairly open with the whole sort of diet thing and i'm, I'm exactly the same as you and i'm i'm gonna start not fucking pushing it more whatever but i i think it's becoming part of the big fucking all the all the shit that we talk about with increased control and too much fucking state power and just getting involved with shit they don't get to need need to get involved with. The the diet that I currently have and the diet that you're you know you've recently sort of embarked on a, a, a going more hardcore with it. And the the supporting elements of that, like you're talking about supporting farmers and things like that, like that is now a a way of pushing back against things you don't want. It's going to become more uh, and more relevant. So I eat very few things. I eat raw milk. I eat meat. Generally, steaks and beef. I eat eggs, and I eat honey, and that's all I eat. And I get most of it. Most of I can, well, I can now get all of it. Obviously, I've just fucking I've been in Bulgaria for a few months, and it's taken me a while to try and source this shit. But yeah, I found somewhere online I can get the grass-fed beef. I get all to me from a fucking farm. I can see the mountains that the fucking cows uh, out my window are raised on. Raw milk I get from two old women on the fucking on in the market the weekend. Same with my honey. It's all from people's gardens. I can get veg there if I want it. And the eggs I get from the same place. Now, it is my opinion, and you can tell me I'm talking shit. It is my opinion that that is extremely healthy. I feel much much better. I've been I've been doing that probably. I don't know. It's at least, it's over a, it's over a year doing it properly now. I've done it on and off for uh, I don't know the carnivore thing. I've been doing that on and off for uh, probably two and a half years. But yeah, doing it actually properly for a year. And it's not I don't, I don't eat anything else ever. Every now and then I might have a massive fucking pizza or something if I feel like it. It's not religion, but I I fucking bet you if you give it a go and don't just. 
yeah, start the way Hugh's talking about. Just do it bit at a time. But I guarantee you, you will pe- you will feel different, and I think that difference might be better. Um, yeah, I think the difference is more noticeable if your diet right now is like what most people is. It's, it's it, there's a lot yeah. of carbs. There's a lot of carbs. Yeah. I cut out years ago. I cut out. Um, I decided to consciously cut out sugar from whatever. The only thing I didn't cut it out was when I drinking beer, right? Or drinking alcohol. Yeah. But I cut out sugar, and uh, that was a conscious effort. And when I did that, uh, oh, sugar, and I I started minimizing carbs. Right, minimizing, not eliminating, because at the time I thought, oh, "Fuck, I need to get some carbs in me." And now yeah. I'm like, "Fucking hell!" If you're eating properly, you won't need hardly yeah. any carbs, if any at all. Like literally, you can you can live off thirty grams of carbs a day max. If, if oh, you'll get your if the other aspects of your diet are good, right? Yeah, but you'll get your carbs from honey and milk. That's, yeah, they're yeah. both carbs. So yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but when I cut out sugar, man. The sugar and carbs, and start minimizing carbs. In the afternoon, like most people, if I eat at lunchtime, in the afternoon, I get a bit of a slump of energy. And it's like the kind of thing you get after a Sunday dinner, you know, but in a big way after Sunday dinner. Fucking hell, granddad's asleep after Sunday dinner, and everyone's like a bit lethargic. That's not like, because, oh, the energy I'm expending trying to digest the food, that's normal. It's not. It's because of fucking carbs. Your body's like, fucking hell, what's going on? It's like, it's not, it's, your body isn't set up to deal with all that shit, which is why I get slumped. When I, when I eliminated sugar and I minimized the carbs, that's slumping away. My energy levels went from fluctuating throughout the day to constant. I don't get tired. I don't get, I don't, like, I don't get tired throughout the day. I don't have lack of energy levels really. It is constant. And then that that naturally, and then I decided to start. Sorry about this fucking epic on my diet. No, let's then fucking I do decided, it. Then I decided to start only eating when I was hungry, right? Because when I eliminated the sugar, I minimized the carbs. It meant my cravings went away. But I and since this is that was what five six years ago now, I don't get hungry where you're like fuck. I've got to eat. You know you're gonna go man down. Like you sat in the middle all the time. You're like, fucking hell, I need food inside me now or I'm going to die. People have this. You know, people who listen to this have this. They have a lot of carbs in their diet. When they get hungry, it is crippling. It is crippling. Like, fuck, I need to eat or I'm going to pass out. You don't get that when you eliminate sugar in the carbs. You don't get it. Because that is caused by the over-carb consumption. Your body basically relies on what you need your stomach to get its energy from. Where... Um, where if you are closer to a state of ketosis, which is like the natural state, where minimal carbs minimal sugar, well, minimal carbs, then your body relies on the natural fat sources, which you can get 24-7 for your energy. So you have constant energy, you don't get the crippling hunger. So, and that, then when I did that, I thought, I'll just eat when I'm hungry. That naturally went into, I basically intermittent fast, right? I didn't go into it, into life going, I'm going to intermittent fast like a lot of people do now. It just happened. So for six years, maybe about six years now, I don't need to eat until I shouldn't really, or as in I don't. I try not to, but I don't ever need to eat before twelve one o'clock. Right? Yep. I can go. I can go, and, and I that bear in mind that's whether I train in the morning or not, or whether I train at any point in the day or not. Right? I can go to four, five, six p.m. without thinking. Yeah, my body really needs some food now. It's not crippling, and I shouldn't do that because it's not good. Because in you know, it's like too long. Because it doesn't give me much of yeah. a window in the evening to get all the the, food, the energy in I need, right? But I can go that long. I can literally go for 20 hour, 24 hours without eating. My body is getting its energy from my fat resources, my yeah. my natural fat resources. And that is 
the natural state of which our bodies are meant to be. That's why intermittent fasting is so popular. But if you're trying to intermittent fast and you've got a carb-heavy diet, like the normal British, the normal fucking standard Western diet and sugar, you're going to find intermittent fasting hard and you're also not going to get the benefits from that you need. Minimize the sugar, yeah. minimize the carbs, and you'll naturally go into that state. It's, it a, like, it's life-changing because it's actually quite a convenience not having to have breakfast in the morning because otherwise I'm going to be fucked when I go to the gym. Or I know by 10 a.m. I'm going to be craving food. I'm not going to have time to eat at 10 a.m. It's, 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 it's loads of benefits to it. So I sort fine. of naturally fell into that. Yeah, yeah, but that, I think that's how it, how it, how it goes. You mm. do, you start off slowly. And like doing this fucking all that, like I wouldn't worry about the whole ketosis thing. People obsess about that. You just don't need to. Like, if I, like there are times within my day, I'm sure I'm fucking in ketosis. There are times when I'm sure I'm not. It's not, I wouldn't even fucking bother to track anything to do with that. Yeah, my experience anyway. It's like, oh yeah, great. Um, but yeah, you'll probably you have to remind yourself to eat a lot of the times. Like, shit, I mean, yeah. maybe I should eat something. Okay. That, that, that's a good point you made, the ketosis. People go into this, like, want to change their diet, want to improve their diet. And, and because of the way the information is thrown out there and, and fucking money-making, not scam, money-making stuff and all that, yeah. there's a, a misconception and this thing thrown out that is false where you need to be really, like, you need to be micro-data monitoring what you put in your body. Like, I know if I've eaten health, I'll have eaten healthy today, and I can base that based on what I put on my fucking body. Not when, what I put in my body. Because I know I'm putting, I'm minimizing the carbs and the sugars, so I don't have to worry about anything else. I know if I eat a fucking pizza later on, I haven't eaten well. I know if I eat that pizza, I'm going to be fucking passed out, probably going to sleep earlier. And I know if I eat a pizza in the evening, I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, I'll be craving food. Pizza, yeah. Chinese, I'll be, I'll be, I'll have to have breakfast tomorrow because my body is dealing with all those carbs that you shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah. Um, so that use that as your marker. Like, Folks, yeah. if you want to, you know, to eat healthy, minimize the shit, minimize the grains, minimize the carbs, minimize the sugars. Yeah. Focus so you on. You don't have to be, you don't have to turn it into a fucking religion. You don't have no. to be one of those fucking bellends who you go out for a meal and everyone goes, well, I can't eat this. Because no. it, and it's like a fucking virtue signaling look at me thing. Yeah. If I go for a meal with it for anybody, I will just order whatever's on the menu. I'll yeah. be like, cool, looks like we're having chips. And <laughs> yeah. I'll just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I'm gonna have, it looks like it's fucking past the time. That, it is what it is. Just don't be that fucking balanced. Most of the time you fucking eat how, with like, you make choices about what you eat. And it becomes routine and you only have that stuff in the fridge and whatever. Yeah, you don't have to be that fucking dickhead going, well, I'm, I'm doing this now, so I'm like not able to go kids, to that place. I cook for the kids, and I'm sure a lot of people have the same situation, right? They're thinking, how the fuck would I have the kids? I'll cook one meal for the kids and one meal for me. Well, the first argument is, should you be feeding, feeding the kids the shit that you don't, you don't have, right? But I have the same problem. My kids, right, are used to eating the normal Western diet. They want meat, they want some fries, or they want some fucking mashed potato and all that, right? And to me, to try and changed it especially i'm divorced as well like so me trying to convince them to eat otherwise and their mother like what the fuck are you doing talking about <laughs> right so they come over here and i try and i try and be healthy with them and all that but if they sit down and they have a food i don't know let's say it's you know let's say it's chicken and chip chicken breast some fry or chicken breast and some mash and some fucking beans right then i'm gonna sit down i may have steak instead or i may have exactly the same thing I'll reduce how much mash I'm having, and I'll have some beans. I like beans. I'll have some beans, but I'll tell you about this. To your point, you can do it. Like 
if you set these impossible controls up for yourself, impossible guidelines for yourself, go, that's it, I'm only eating meat and dairy, or I'm never eating carbs again, or I'm never eating sugar again, you're going to fail. You're gonna yeah. f- and you know you're going to fail. And then when you fail, yeah. you'll be like, fuck, I failed it. There's no point in going on. And you slip back into the bullshit, the bullshit um, diet. I don't know. One of the best things about So I've, I've been on three. We are on a fucking run here, right? I've been on Do it. I three it. books. I, didn't, I am eating very similar to you, right? But I know what you've been having for ages. But I haven't gone on to it because I've thought, well, I'm not sure about that. Now, the three books I've read recently, that. I, they have basically brought me around to eating like you do, but I've done it based on, holy fuck, what I've learned to go, okay, this seems to be like the right diet, and it happens to be what you're having, which is predominantly red meat, eggs, yeah. uh, predominantly red meat and dairy, right? predominantly. Well, it is yeah. fucking almost entirely. Um, yeah. uh, but there's three books I want people to, to, to have, have a look. And this is whether you're vegan now, whether you're vegetarian, whether you're just normal Western diet, or whether you're, like, whether you're on some fucking crazy healthy diet, or you think it's healthy, and it probably is healthy, maybe it is healthy. Then, then, but have a, have a look into these three books, right? And they are one, they're brilliant for understanding nutrition and how your body processes different foods and what your body needs from different foods, right? From proteins to, well, mainly, you know, ma- mainly the protein aspect, but also how they can uh, impact illness, uh, cancers, diseases, um, and recovery from injury and stuff like this, right? So the first book I read was one that you recommended, guys, which is the Eggs Benedict Option. Um, Eggs Benedict Option is basically that that mainly it starts off discussing what this, well, the New World Economic Forum fucking government's pushing this new this new kind of uh, diet. Global diet. This, this, yeah, this diet that we want everyone to be on. To move away from natural meats, more towards processed foods, more towards grains, right? It talks about that and the problems with that. And it goes into more nutrition side. And it also talks about agriculture, farming, what is good about it, what is bad, how it can be done better, why you should... Why you should and his, the history it. of it and, and how the oh, human yeah, species has yeah. developed. And the history of it. Brilliant, right? Um, and then the second book I read was the one called the, the Vegetarian Myth. And the Vegetarian Myth is I, I audio book. The Vegetarian Myth is written by a, 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 a woman who was a vegan for twenty years. Right? She was all in, like as a religion. She describes it herself. She was all in, and she decided after twenty years because of health reasons, and it was really uncomfortable for her because she basically had to this. It's like deciding I've been a Christian all my life. Eh, I can't be a Christian anymore because it isn't good for me. She basically did the same with veganism and and she got really fucking ill and she is still really ill because of it. And she decided to write a book on it. Uh, Her experiences, the problems with um, vegetarian and vegan diets, predominantly struggle with vegetarianism, the problem with vegetarian diets and what it omits from, what you cannot get from vegetarian diet, even though they say you can, and uh, what you're missing out on and how that impacts the body. Based on she's doing that based on first hand experience and also on science. And then the third one I'm on right now is called Grain Brain. And that was referenced in the other two books. And Grain Brain is about the problem with uh, grain agriculture and grain nutrition. Wheat, flour, bread, pasta, how these impact um, how these impact this. Now, the reason I've thought of those when you said it is are you talking about the history there? When I think about how I want to live. Diet wise, the, the phrase I would term what your diet is, what my diet is in a minute, is based on a point made in, I think it's in the eggs benedict option and in the vegetarian myth. And is this uh, 
pre-agriculture man, cavemen, they didn't get cancer. <laughs> they didn't get cancer. They didn't get diseases that kill you, like that we that produced because of nutrition. They didn't get it. And it's because of the way they ate and the things they didn't have access to. They didn't get these illnesses that most of us die from. Cancer was non-existent. It didn't happen. We know this from archaeology. You know, um, what you call it? Fucking scientists who look at things that are uh, the health of people back in the day. They didn't get it. So I, like, the way I think about it is I try and predominantly eat the uh, hunter-gatherer. Hunt, hunter-gatherer diet is what I would call this. Predominantly. That's what I want. I only want to eat what they had access to. When they had access to a little bit of fruit, there's access to some nuts. Predominantly, though, mm-hmm. It was dairy, and predominantly it was meat. So that's, that's what I try and do. Um, yeah. Because of that reason, like, I want to be healthy, right? I want to be healthy. I want to minimize the chance of myself getting ill, and I want to do that because I want to be around for as long as I can with the people I love. That is literally why I do this. Um, and I don't want to fall asleep after a nice, after a big meal. But, yeah, yeah. That's a, that is a but it's like, it's, no, it's, it might as well talk about it because it's, it, it's the link between the link between the way um, people would like us to eat, in the eggs benedict option there, they do talk about it. Don't get put off by the fact that it, it references World Economic Forum and stuff like that. It talks about the fourth industrial revolution, uh, which is part of that. And basically, that uh, yeah, it talks about this global diet that is going to be, well, basically, it, it's not going to be very good for you, I don't think. I don't think it's going to be very good. Um, so doing some your actions are doing something different, push back against that and just awareness of like they're not they're literally not the reason veganism right okay, so maybe you are vegan and you're fine. Whatever. Maybe you're a vegetarian, I've been a vegetarian, maybe you're a vegetarian and you're fine. Cool. It is not the optimal diet for fucking everybody. Definitely fucking not. Certainly veganism. The point is the diet that they would like to bring in. And you're going to see more of this more all the time. And it's why you see fucking bullshit propaganda like Game Changers. And um, there's another one recently on Netflix. The reason you see that stuff is not because they want you to be more healthy. It's not. It's because they're able to make money out of that. There's very large fucking businesses. They were all owned by the same people. Like literally down to like two or three companies. They yeah. look at this and go, well, we can push this. doesn't matter if people are fucking, it makes people ill. doesn't matter if it makes them fucking whatever. We can make money out of it. And if we can get the governments to try and help support that and push it on the people, we're going to get mega fucking rich. And obviously politicians being turds will be getting backhanders and positions in those companies down the line. That's the way this shit works. So the only reason I'm talking about it more publicly now, and I've, I've, I've encouraged this little fucking rant fest at the end of this, is for that reason. This is, it's now, this stuff is more and more connected to <laughs> the stuff that we talk about, like just state fucking power, leave me the fuck alone. I just want to do what I want. Bullshit. Um, I, I, here's another <laughs> We spoke about it with the farming thing, but if you do some Googling of the sort of diets and the sort of awareness of these diets um, and just ways of living, that me and you have just spoken about, you will see hundreds of articles linking it to what, Hugh, do you think? What what can it be that's linking it to? Linking what to what? What we've just spoken about. 
If you Google oh, those sorts of diets, right extremism. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, you will be. Uh, you will be a climate change denier. You yeah, will not want to look yeah. after the planet. Um, yeah, all of that bullshit. Yeah, all mainly the far bullshit. right thing though. It will be these diets are linked with people who are far right. On on the veganism side, uh, like the yeah. people. The only thing I would say, where you, you say you may, you may, people may be alright on the vegan diet now. The the vegetarian myth book. Holy fuck, that opened my eyes to. To, to the to the that kind of diet right and the long-term impacts of which almost well everyone who is on a vegan diet now won't know the long-term impacts because they, the studies haven't been done on mass because it's only become it's only become more sort of prevalent uh, more popular recently but i would urge you like genuinely just go and have a list have a listen to that book um the vegetarian myth for your own benefit have a listen to it and you may think, yeah, fuck it, I don't, I don't listen to any of what that that woman said. But I just, I, I strongly suggest. I've got a couple of friends who are who predominantly, predominantly a vegan, live a vegan lifestyle in terms of nutrition, and mm-hmm. I'm going to send it to them. I, I'm not one that likes to preach. I'm not. I, I, I'm not one that likes to preach and go, hey, you do. I don't think you should do that. Then fucking do this. Like I, I dislike it from other people. But on the, yeah. I love these people. These two people are on this. On you know eating vegan and i generally am more concerned about the likelihood of them not being around as long as i will be around or or their offspring being impacted um because of the diet they're on like legitimately um that's the vegetarian myth i only Um, saw it i only said it in that way because i don't want to be one of these people that pretends that everything is right for everybody it's fucking not the way i eat is probably not right for some people and that's fucking go for it and i'm just saying just be aware. Try and just be aware of this stuff as an option, and get, just give it a go. See how you feel. Maybe you won't feel better, but I think you will. One of the one of the things in that vegetarian myth book as well, I've got to mention, is that, like I said, she was she was like a religious, you know, cult vegan. She was doing it for. She went into that diet predominantly because of a love, a love of life, right? Animal life, and you know, plant life, and anything. Oh, well, plant life, animal life, um, and um part of her journey out of it which was forced by health reasons she was she basically if she wanted to continue living a quality life and not be like in a fucking wheelchair um she had to try and rationalize how she could bring herself to eat meat again right and she talks about how hard that was she's like i gotta do it or i ain't gonna be around this planet anymore and she and in that in that journey she learns a shed load about animal care, animal life, how you know, the circle of life. It's really interesting to listen to in listen to and read in terms of rationalising out. It's okay to eat meat. Oh, if it comes from not a fucking battery farm, but anyway, another point. Yeah. I don't want to keep banging on about that. So yeah. The eggs benedict option, vegetarian the vegetarian myth and grain brain. Oh, yeah, okay. Before we fucking bid it, like one of these, one of the reasons that people think they can't do this. So we, but the sort of people who we are associated with, um, I would imagine most people do some fizz. I would imagine most have listened to this podcast. I would imagine are reasonably fit and healthy. They go to gym. They have physical activities that they do, and they will think, yeah, okay. Uh, or they come from Ethiopia, like fucking Hugh. Um, what about? Check so, me out. You should be watching this video, folks. You should chuck out my guns. Yeah. What's the smallest gun? Is it like a wolf, wolf a PPK or something? 
Fucking Walter Orange. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, my point is this. Like, don't fall into the trap of thinking that if you do some sort of physical activity, you absolutely need that to be fueled by carbs. Like, because that's not, uh, that isn't, that isn't the case. Like, when you start eating like this, if you do, if you take it up with this fucking challenge, I mean, it's actually, it's carnival month this month, isn't it? So we, we should have done this at the start. But anyway, it's also veganuary. It's also veganuary. Yeah, it's, that's it. The fucking face off. Half of them are going to die. Um, so, when you start doing this, you will feel different. You might feel a bit weak for a while. It takes a bit of fucking getting used to, and it, that's different for all sorts of people. Your shit to be weird. It'll be odd when you first start, potentially. I didn't know that. I was fine. All right, well, fucking on you, special. Like, it's <laughs> lots of people. <laughs> lots of people. I'm just saying, you bell <laughs> You're frightening people. Uh, I was fine. It's like, no issue to me. I was like, oh, no, I'm being right. honest. I'm being honest. Like, it, it's fairly widely reported that you will get funny shits for a while while your body adjusts to it because it, it's just used to Is it. it. And your schedule, yeah, might change. Anyway. Like, schedule? I... I well, you're schedule. Pre-scheduled. You're a proper old man with your bowel movements, aren't you? Schedule. I, I'm, yeah, if you don't know, well, you, you don't know. I made Hugh listen to me piss before because I went piss from the mic. Um, <laughs> he loved it. Um, so, yeah. Like, I run fucking ultramarathons. Like, I'm not a fucking ninja ultramarathon runner, but I do them on this fucking diet. Don't have fucking carbs when I'm doing it. I just go and do it. I didn't really train that much. You know what I mean? I do a little bit, little bit in running to to do it, and I've done you know decent fucking hard. Also, the lakes in the day, which is a fifty mile over the Lake District, and I did that on um, well this diet. I had a few bits of fatty meat that I took, I ate on the way round, and uh, I had a pot of honey, and I would squeeze some honey and put a bit of fucking uh, salt in my drink, and I would just drink that. And I got around it. You know what I mean? Your body will just use the fuel it has. And obviously, the honey is carbs, but you see the point of making. You don't need to be fucking past the ninja pasta loading to go and do all this stuff. Don't use that as an excuse. Your body is quite capable of working without that stuff. Yeah, and that goes for CrossFitters as well. Yeah, the biggest change, the, the biggest thing, the biggest problem with it, I, I when you first start doing it, it like I said, is you. you your body's going to be craving those carbs. You might get like super fucking hungry at unusual times. Yeah. That lasts all of about 24 hours. Your body changes from looking at your stomach for all its energy to looking to the fat reserves for all its energy rapid, really, yeah. really quick, really quick. Um, and if you do end up being like super hungry and you think, oh, I'm going to do what you guys are saying, minimize the sugar, minimize the carbs, or eliminate the carbs, then uh, I'm just going to, if I get hungry, I'm just going to make sure I've got something on hand to eat. Like, I don't know. It could be a pack of sausages in the fridge. I'm going to have some sausages yeah. after this because I happen to have them in the fridge. They're meat and I got them from the supermarket because the kids like them. I'm going to smash yeah. those things because the kids have already had some. I'm going to smash it. You know, just yeah. eat, eat as much as you want. Just, just, just try and keep it healthy. I hate, do you know I hate calling it a diet when you're referring to it as a diet? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, this is the way I eat. I'm not on a diet because diet insinuates effort. This is actually easier, an easier way to eat than all the other shit. It's like than the other way. Super convenient. It's so super convenient. It's super convenient. I feel lazy sometimes. I'm like, I haven't cooked a, I'm cooked a meal with about a million different ingredients in it for however long, and I love cooking. Um, yeah. But do you, know what, do you know what's weird? Too. Do 
Do you know what surprised surprised me with? So I oh. mainly eat steak, right? Do you know what surprised me with that? Is you don't? I have not got bored of eating steak. You know, you get bored with eating the same food every day. I'm not getting yeah. bored with steak. And do you know what I think it is? Yeah. It just fucking bodies loving it. Bodies loving yeah. it. Don't be wrong. I've got different. I've got different um, uh, marinades and stuff I do with it. Sometimes, most of the time, I'm just having it plain. Or I'll put some maybe less some coleslaw, right? Or maybe less some chutney on there. I got from the farm shop when I got the meat. Some chutney on there. But apart from that, I am not getting tired of eating steak. And I think it's just because the, the body loves it. So yeah. the, the taste buds love it. Whereas, you know, yeah. it's quite easy to get sick of eating other stuff. Try eating no, no, 10 I'm... fucking 10 blamanges. I've eaten a, bl- a massive blamange every day. No, I literally, I have I eat eggs. I eat a load of eggs each day. And I have steak with some butter on it. And that's it. And you're absolutely, absolutely fine. And I, get, I, I guarantee you, if you are, once you get into this, like this has, it's been like nearly half an hour. We've been on this now. It's mega. Um, if you you will, I I I will be surprised if you do not lose weight. If that is yeah. a concern for you, well, lose fat. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, you will lose fat. I I I would be surprised if that is not the case. Yeah, I, I've got uh, scales that um, oh, someone was who was talking of oh, oh, V Health and Fitness, V Health and Fitness on Instagram. Who's a ex military lady who said a thing. She did a post on there about. She was saying about um, this guy. Oh, I think it's a guy, a client of her, just on the, on the fat and weight. Like this guy came to her and uh, he was like fucking obese, heart blood pressure to the roof to the point she referred him to hospital. Came back and then two months he's lost seven kilograms, right? And the point she makes in the post, she's like seven kilograms doesn't sound like a lot, but you should see him. Like he can see his ribs for the first time in something like five or ten years, and she's like, the, 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 the weight isn't an indicator. He's lost fat. He's built muscle. So that's what like I've got one of those weighing scales, not an expensive one. That they, they give me my weight, but they break down a body fat, subcutaneous fat, you know, yep. water content, and all that. I don't monitor my weight. I monitor my fat content, and I try and stay below fifteen percent. Then we want to go lower than twelve. Um, but my 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 weight will fluctuate. If I have six months off training for an injury or whatever, my weight it goes up slightly, but not a lot. But my fat goes up through the fucking roof. You know, and the muscle drops off. So yeah. Anyway, monitor your fat percentage, guys. Not your weight. Anyway. Yeah, I just look in the mirror, see if I look buff or not. See if I like the way I look. That's all I well, go with. You always, you always not a good place in here. If I look buff. Yeah, what's that? That's true. Yeah, that's anyway. true. Yeah, let's look for the neck down. Right, are we done. Hour and twenty. Yeah, minutes. we're done. Hour and twenty minutes. Fucking hell. I hope we get loads of pushback off this. It'll be really, pretty interesting to me. I think there'll be diet wise, I think that yeah, I think there'll be lots of people who I guarantee people will talk I think people will talk about cholesterol and things like that, won't they? But uh, we need cholesterol. It's fucking bullshit. We need cholesterol. Yeah, bullshit. We, we can't start this is... yeah, we, I know. We can't start off. Go down that level if you want. Yeah. My God. Do you know that no. do you know that low cholesterol diets? Hang on a yeah. minute. People, people have low low cholesterol diets are an indicator of heart disease or a precursor for heart disease. Low cholesterol diets, a precursor for heart disease. This is no science. Anyway, and also, no, I'm well, not going to go on to that. No, no, no. And also, also, hormonally, you will fall to pieces. Yeah. You will fall to pieces hormonally. Um, yeah. So if you're a man who has low testosterone, like I am, and I've had low testosterone in the past, um, this diet goes some way to addressing that. I am not on TLT. I have it. Yeah, I'm not. I would if I could fucking if I had some more money. 
But yeah, I'm not I'm not on TRT. But my my testosterone is now back to decent levels because of this diet. Dead simple. Yeah. And we should be we should actually talk about the testosterone thing at some point. Because I, I know from experience what it feels like to be a, a low T male. <laughs> and it, but it, I think people kill themselves over it. That's my one of my opinions. Is a lot of male suicide are to do with uh, low testosterone. Right, we'll talk, we'll talk about that next time. Well, we, look, you've had fucking half an hour that isn't on politics. So, <laughs> kind of. So at least be thankful for that. We're just making people <laughs> sad about their diet now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sad. They're, they're tucking the Haribos at, at like lunchtime. Listening to this, go. Oh, I'm sad, but it tastes so good. I eat chocolate regularly. I my cheat thing is I'll go to the gym. I'll out for a walk. I'll stop in. I get myself a mint area. So I'll, oh, I scoff it away after eating healthy all day, and then cry myself to sleep. Right, here we go. Yeah. Thanks for listening, people. Let us know what you think. Gob off. Send us fucking comments. Interact with us. Tell us we shit. See you later. Bye.